This is Ali Ciardo, and this is Photo Field Notes, stories and inspiration from professional photographers. This is Ali Ciardo, and I'm here with Laurel McConnell. And Laurel, just tell us a little bit about your story, how you became a photographer. Oh, hello. Um, well, it was when I was in college, actually. I was going to school at the University of Washington and studying psychology. And um, I just decided one day that I wanted to be a photographer. I had no idea um, what commercial photography was, what kind of photography I wanted to do, but I just really liked taking pictures and um, just kind of documenting our college life and, you know, my friends and vacations and all that sort of stuff. So I just researched a couple schools in the area and um, found out that there was a commercial photography school here, which was the Art Institute of Seattle, and just made the huge leap to, you know, quit the psychology program at the U and transfer over to the Art Institute and go to art school. <laughs> so, Sounds fun and a little bit terrifying at the same time. <laughs> it totally was. I had no idea what commercial photography was. I didn't know that you could do product photography or architectural or fashion or documentary or portraiture or wedding photography. I had no idea. And, you know, I went through the program and really enjoyed architectural photography and then really, really enjoyed the portrait classes and doing the editorial um, photography with the emphasis on portraiture. And so by the time I graduated, I had this big portfolio built with all these um, advertising style yet lifestyle type portraits. Um, and when I graduated, it was right after the dot-com crash in 2001, and all the commercial photography seemed to just pick up and leave town. So here we were, this huge class that just graduated, spit out into the world, and we were like, wait, yay, we're ready, come hire us. And um, I found out that I kind of like doing wedding photography. So how did you find that out? So you must have had some kind of realization or experience that led you to that. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. So we have this really awesome career counselor at the school. Her name was Jennifer, and she would pump leads my way like crazy. And I just tried to do everything that I could that sounded fun just so that I could try and make a living, which was totally laughable. Um, the amount of money that I was not making <laughs> fresh out of school with all these loans and an apartment and, you know, grown up world. Oh God. Um, and one of them was a wedding and I took my little portfolio to Starbucks and met with these clients and I was completely petrified. And I just showed them my advertising portfolio that, you know, had all the portraits in it. And I said, well, this is what I can do, you know, conceptually. And if you want to hire me, I'll just float around and shoot what looks interesting and make some pretty portraits. And yeah, go team. And for some reason, they fell for it. And, <laughs> and um, it was really fun. And I had a really great time and had no idea what I was supposed to be shooting, but just walked around and shot what looked interesting and what I thought I would want if I was getting married, which was like the last thing on my mind. And it was a success. And so I kind of just switched my focus from commercial photography to weddings and portraits and kind of just immersed myself in that. And um, it was a really interesting journey. <laughs> 
So how did it kind of go from there then, from your first wedding, which is almost like an accidental wedding that just happened to turn out well because you obviously had a good grasp of photography and style, up to kind of being this photographer that you are today? What was the kind of what were the challenges or what was what was your story like from there as far as, okay, I want to do wedding photography. Now what? Oh, that's a really good question. So the world back then, which was really only 10 years ago, but it seems like it was like in the medieval times, I swear. Um, the world back then was just so differently. It was so different than it is today. Um, I think the biggest challenge then was getting your name out and finding those clients. And just about the only way to do that was to either advertise or build a word of mouth reputation. And you couldn't really build a word of mouth unless you had clients and you couldn't get clients unless you advertised. There were no blogs. Um, the only blogs that were out there were people's personal journals. You know, this is remember like 2001. Um, and there were no, I mean, there were, there were bridal magazines. And so that's where I advertised and, you know, spent all of my little pennies and charged it all in credit cards. Um, into putting ads in our local um, bridal publications. And that's really how I started, was just advertising and you know trying to meet wedding planners and just other professionals. And luckily I had a couple of really awesome friends that graduated in the same class that I did. And so we kind of shared our experiences and shared our knowledge and shared our secrets and kind of you know networked ourselves um, among ourselves and Coincidentally, they're all really, really awesome, really busy photographers now. So nice. So there's a direct correlation, obviously, between the network and the, you know, leaning on others and supporting each other and finding success as a photographer or in any business, really. Huge. So one thing that I think has been a somewhat common theme among others has been as far as challenges. Many will say the biggest challenge is you go to school or you just learn along the way to become a photographer. And most art schools don't teach you how to be a business owner. So how was that for you? Well, um, I think what was really lucky about my situation, I didn't set out to be a wedding photographer. That was the last thing that I was told I wanted to do in a commercial art school. <laughs> um, but the, the fortunate thing that we had in our program was we had quite a few classes on marketing, um, digital and technology, which remember like everything was film in 2001 um digital capture was like in its super infancy people were using it in really high-end commercial jobs but that was about it at that point um but we were really lucky in that we had good marketing classes good digital capture um classes and then also really good studio management and operation classes so they taught us how to do your taxes and how to price yourself out and how to, um, oh yeah, find a lawyer to get a contract and stuff like that. So um, that's one thing that I urge everybody to go do is to take some business classes, whether it's um, just business in general from the community college or um, a business workshop. Um, there's some really great ones out there right now. One of my favorites is by the Sage Wedding Pros. Hi guys. Um, and I'm not sure what their URL is. I'm pretty sure it's probably just sageweddingpros.com. So it's S-A-G-E, Wedding Pros? Yeah, W-E-D-I-N-G-P-R-O-S.com. Okay. Sounds easy um, Good. Yeah, and they are focused just on the wedding industry and building a successful business plan and, um, 
you know, just focusing on building a sustainable wedding business. And so there's lots of photographers and planners and florists and videographers and designers that come in and take their workshops or their online blog. You can follow that and get a lot of really great tidbits from that. Um, so I, I think that a lot of people get really, really caught up in how fun it is and how awesome it is and the wonderful artistry that you can do. Um, and they just kind of forget that at the core of it, in order to pay for all that equipment and pay for your own health care and pay for your own salary and your home and your family and your food, that you have to build a good, um, solid business plan and, um, you know, pricing structure so that you can pay for all this back-end technology that you have to have as a photographer. Very wise. And I think a lot of people do forget about that from the start. They think, oh, I like to take pictures. This would be fun. And they forget that you have to file for, you know, taxes and sales tax and legal and everything. So that's great advice. Absolutely. So, which actually leads into my next question. Generally, you've kind of already told this, but what, if you had to kind of summarize your just life experiences, um, running a business, photography, whatever it may be, it just might be life in general. What's kind of your general, what would you give on to people who are maybe just graduating from college or who are thinking about becoming a photographer or who are already a photographer? That is a hard question. There I know. Are... It's like kind of like, what's yes. the meaning of life? <laughs> oh, wow. Eat lots of ice cream. and That's a good one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that, oh, God, there's so many little tidbits. I'd say <clears throat> don't follow what everyone else is doing. Um, see, I mean, it's, it's great to see what other people are doing and learn from your friends because that's surely what we did. But we all also built our own style and, um, you know, our own way of doing things and our own pricing structures and found our own album companies and our own editors and things like that. Um, so that helped us each have an individual voice in our business, in our style. Um, and I'd also say, don't ask or don't, um, be afraid to ask for help from your friends and your family and other leaders in the industry or, um, you know, just people that you know in general to, you know, help guide you along those paths with some of that hard stuff, you know, with the, the contracts and the sales tax and the pricing and, you know, what to do when you have, you know, a tough client situation because everybody has them. <laughs> so does that answer your question a yeah, little bit? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. All very good advice. Okay. So last big question for you. Is there one book that you want to recommend to listeners? Oh, yeah, there is. And I meant to grab it. Um, I can't find it because I just remodeled part of my office and I don't know where I've hid all my junk, to be honest. Um, but it's the ASMP Best Business Practices book. And what the ASMP is, it stands for, um, I believe it's the Associated Society of Media Photographers or Association of Media Photographers. Their URL is ASMP.org. And they are a really, really wonderful nationwide um, organization for all types of photography, whether you're into landscape or fine art or commercial or, you know, architecture or wedding or portrait. Um, and they provide support for photographers, huge advocates for copyright law and, um, you know, the well-being of photographers. Great, great resource on 
anything commercial that you ever need to know from model releases to contracts to, you know, building the foundation for a good business and basically how to keep yourself out of trouble. So I would say definitely run to the bookstore and pick that up. It's the ASMP um, Best Business Practices book. Um, they're probably on like their seventh, eighth, ninth edition by now. So I think they know what they're talking about. Good. Thank <laughs> so. you. Okay. And where can we find you? Yeah, my URL is www.mcconnellphoto.com. M-C-C-O-N-N-E-L-L-P-H-O.com. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Laurel. You're welcome. Thank you. If you like what you heard, I'm currently supporting this podcast through listener donations. So head on over to photofieldnotes.com. And if you want to support what you heard and hear some more like it, give a little bit and we'll keep it going. Thanks for the support.